Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today, uh, my preaching will be a kind of different style. I believe that you will be encouraged by the Word of God. I noticed one thing. When I preach the message or minister in New Hope International Church, I'm wearing the mantle of pastors and teachers. And when I went out of town on mission trip, it's so different. I don't know how to explain. The mantle on me was more like an apostle. The preaching will be different. The way I talk is different from here. And sometimes I cry now to God, God, can I have that mantle in New Hope? And I don't know, it hasn't happened yet. Still, every time I come up, I feel the mantle of pastor. So maybe I should quit being a senior pastor here and let somebody else lead the church, and then I can be a guest speaker, be an apostolic preacher here. That would be easier, I think, better, huh? What do you think? Should I just quit being a pastor here? <laughs> I will not be able to finish the whole sermon today. I want to go slowly. I hope that I can finish next Sunday. But today, I would like to talk about who we are in the kingdom of God. I believe it's God's will that Pastor Tyson was talking about the kingdom last Sunday. And we want to know who we are in the kingdom of God. Definitely, I study this in the Bible and also listen to the preacher in the body of Christ to see what they teach. And the reason we want to find out who we are in the kingdom, because we love Jesus so much, because Jesus died on the cross for us. He paid the price for us. He suffered for us. He is our Lord and our Savior. And the most important person in our life, we have a short life on earth. Maybe the longest we can live is 120 years. But I pray that maybe I can live like Job, 240 years more. So we live only a short period in this world compared to eternity. And we want to please the Master in heaven. And one day we're going to stand before Jesus Christ, stand before the Father in heaven. And we have to give our account to Him, what we are doing on earth. For me and my house, we want to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we one day will stand before Jesus and say, Lord, I learned from the scriptures. I'm led by the Spirit, and I have done my best. I run the race. I finish my course, and I never miss anything that you tell me to do. The teaching today definitely should be motivated by the love for Jesus Christ. We want to really show love to Him. It's not about rules or regulations, or it's not about the law in the Bible. Let me read from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 12 first. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry. Everyone say work, service, for the edifying of the body of Christ. 
When you notice this scripture, you can see that there are two parts of Christian life here. One is about work of ministry or service. Another one talking about edifying, building, blessing the body of Christ. What is the body of Christ? The body of Christ is the terminology we use for local churches. And we are a part of His kingdom, His churches. The church of God is His family. We are the family of God. And in the family like this, in the church, we have experienced pastoral care, love, graciousness, forgiveness, help, and building each other up. So we are in the family. We love each other. We build each other up. We support one another and we forgive one another. But at the same time, the body of Christ is also the army of God. We are the army of God. There are two essential components of the body of Christ here. One is the relational family aspect of the body of Christ. In the Greek language, we call oikos, O-I-K-O-S. And another aspect, one is family relationship, love, pastoral care. Another aspect is our job as an employee of the government of heaven. We are servant of the kingdom of God. We have the job to govern this world with the authority and the truth of God as a believer. So that part of the body of Christ, we use the, the Greek language is ecclesia, oikos and ecclesia. A lot of Christians don't like to hear the word army because it's about risking their life, obeying God, doing what God tells them to do. They'll rather be individualistic. Me, myself, don't bother me too much. We just love, Pastor, you just love me. You just call me, okay? Visit me, bring food to my home, pray for me when I'm sick. Pastor, I need your help, God. Jesus, you are my shepherd. You help me. They just want to hear about love and care from God. And they say that if we love one another, it's done. We don't need anything more than that. Yes, we can love each other, but we are losing America to the hand of the enemy. Yes, we can love each other, but we are losing our relative to hell. And we are losing our society to the work of the enemy. Because we are not soldiers. Because we don't understand of being in, in the military to fight the warfare for Jesus Christ. If you read the Bible carefully, you can see that Jesus Christ is both the great shepherd. He is our shepherd. He takes care of us. He protects us. He guides us. But at the same time, Jesus is a commander-in-chief. He is a commander. Lord Jesus, tell me what to do. I'm not going to play a game. I'm going to obey you because I am your soldier. I am in the military of the kingdom of God. Therefore, we need to know when we're going to relate to Jesus as a shepherd and when we're going to relate to Jesus as a great commander. As a shepherd, he will put his hand gently on your back and say, Honey, honey, wake up. Read the Bible. Pay tithe. Go to church. 
Go to care group. Honey, love your pastor. He may be strong sometimes in the pulpit. Don't get mad at him. He is my representative to be my shepherd here. But as a commander, wake up. Serve me. Fight the warfare. Study Bible yourself. Serve me. Go out in the society to preach the gospel. Make disciple of all nations. Wake up! I don't know who Jesus is for you. Is he just your shepherd, or he is your commander in chief as well? For me and my house, he is my shepherd, and also he is my commander in chief. In the Greek language, the word oikos we use in English is the word eco, E-C-O, economy, ecology. That word oikos, which means family, family property, and the household. So, one part of our Christian life is about household, family, the local church, and another part is ecclesia. Ecclesia means that we are in the authority. We are working for the government of God. He is our King, and He is our Lord. In the body of Christ, we are His bride. We are His bride, and He is our groom. We dress ourselves with holiness. We fall in love with Him. He loves us first, and we have relationship with Him. He is the shepherd of His flock. He guides us, protects us, and blesses us and heals us. That is the relational part of the kingdom, of the Christian life, and we're gonna. Be like that as a family. We're gonna love one another. We bless one another. We help one another. We will not abandon one another. We forgive one another. That is the part of commitment in the family. I will never abandon Pasada. I will live with her until the last day of my life. That is a family commitment as a family to love. But the word ecclesia is about government. It's about legislator. It's about producing law, putting the law out to society. It's about warrior and military and ambassador of Christ. We have both sides of job to do on earth here. We are the ambassador of Christ, and we are also soldier of Christ. We are in the army of God, but many Christians don't want to hear about warfare. About reaching out to society and pray for the nations, they think about only about them. Oh God, me, 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 me. It's about me. But the King of God is not just about you, but it's about Him, and it's about His throne, and it's about His authority on this earth. Amen. And I know that these two things, ecclesia and oikos, are always in. Conflict and tension with one another. You know, sometimes members of the church are mad at me because I'm talking like the colonel, a general of the army, and they say, "Why you tell me do, to do this? I'm not happy with you." But actually, I'm putting the hat of colonel, representative from the command in chief, commander in chief in heaven, and tell people, "Wake up!" And they say, "Oh, you're too strong." They don't understand. 
that the kingdom of God is not just about love and pastoral care, about healing and bless me, bless me, bless me. It's not just about that. It's also about work. Get up of your chair. Go to mission. Preach the gospel. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. It's more than just love, 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 love and care about me. We are ecclesia. We are called to reach out to the nations. That's why I fly all the time to Germany, Switzerland, to Thailand, to different cities. Because I want to reach out to the nations. I want to disciple the nations. Our job is to help the world, the lost and dying world, the dark world, to come to know the love of Jesus Christ. Preach the gospel to them. Why I'm, I'm working so hard to produce a lot of teachings in the YouTube. Unfortunately, my own church don't listen that much. But people out there, they listen. Why? Because I want to reach out to the nations by internet or media. I want to preach the truth to the world that the world can hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to put the law of God out there that we can influence the world for Jesus Christ. Amen? We will not allow the world to disciple our children. We will not allow the system of this world to disciple our kids. But we're going to disciple our kids. Amen? And we need to become disciples first. And we don't want the world to impact Seattle. We want the church to impact Seattle. That's why we pray for election. That's why we want to be the salt and the light at workplace, in my hospital, in my clinic. I want to reach out to the lost out there. So the family is about relationship. But the army of God is about governmental authority and victory and warfare. We have both family and warfare. In God's family, the church like this, Jesus is our shepherd. Jesus is our groom. And Jesus is our firstborn brother. He loves us. He represents us in heaven to intercede for us. He is our brother. He is our shepherd. He takes care of us. We will not lack any good things. He's going to provide for us, give us job, and take care of us. He is our groom. He loves us so much to the point he died for us. He sacrificed for us. But in the army, Jesus is our commander. He is the king, and he is the Lord, and he is the master and the lawmaker. He relates to us as the king as well. Brother and sister, and those who are in the live stream, please treat Jesus not just only your shepherd, but your master, your king, your Lord. Amen? Your commander-in-chief. On the family side, we have the pastors, teachers, and evangelists to help us to grow, to get people saved, to come to church, to grow the kingdom of God in the local church. But in the army side, we have the apostle who laid down foundation, who teach the word, and to build the kingdom, to start new churches and help people to grow. You know, I have been lately very busy because we have so many new churches in America and in Thailand. I'm busy all day 
helping all these churches to grow, to help them to understand the Word of God and move in the Holy Spirit. It's a lot of work to plant churches and to reach out to the nations. We have also the, the teachers to train the soldiers to fight to use the faith and the spiritual warfare and spiritual weapons and the armor of God. We need a teacher in the body of Christ. We need also the prophet who can discern the voice of heaven and can tell the people in the church what is the direction, what to do next. So God put all these people, apostle, prophet, evangelist, teachers, and pastor, to take care of both sides, the family and also the army of God, so that we can be very good at both sides. We can be very good children of God, and we can be very powerful soldiers of Christ at the same time. Everyone, you should look at yourself. I am a son and a daughter of God. I'm a, I'm a child of God. At the same time, you should look at yourself. I'm a soldier. Everyone, do like this to one another. Okay. You look at yourself as a soldier. <laughs> In God's family... Jesus is the administrator. He is our advocate. But also he is the high priest. He is the person between we and the Father. And he also is the one who shows us how to worship God and serve God and give our spiritual offering to the Lord. He is our high priest. He's a good shepherd. But in the army, he is the chief apostle. He is the commander of the army. Amen? So you better know how to relate to Jesus at different times and who's going to lead you how to relate to him? The Holy Spirit. At certain point, we relate to Jesus as the shepherd and the flock, the chief. But at certain point, we relate to him as a soldier and also the governmental employees of the kingdom of God. When Jesus said, turn right, we turn right. We don't fight. When the Lord Jesus told me, you, it's a time to start a church. Yes, sir, we start a church. We come back to church. Two days ago, I called one of the sisters in the church. Hey, God told me we should go back to church now for care group. No more online. Online is over. We're going to go back to church. And the sister say, yes, colonel, I am your soldier. I obey you. We're going to go back to church together. Amen? So we need to know how to treat Jesus. In the family, we worship the Lord together. We come and worship the Lord together. But in the army, we are the one who put out the law of God in society. We influence society by the law of God, and we live by the law of God. In the family, we are his flock. We follow him. We are the flock. We are the sheep of God. But at the same time, we are soldiers. We are the bride. But at the same time, we are his voice to society. We tell people, what is right and what is wrong. We are his voice as a soldier of Christ. We are the bride and we are soldier. The world will not care much about us if we keep quiet 
and just come to church every Sunday and enjoy our own fellowship. But when we start to tell the world, repent, believe in Jesus, the world stop corruption, stop fearing coronavirus. We are not afraid of coronavirus. I tell you, some people are going to be mad at us because we tell them the truth. Amen. We tell, I'm not saying the coronavirus is not real. It's real. And we should do something to protect ourselves, like cleaning our hand, wash our hand, put the mask on in public. It's real, but we should not be afraid of coronavirus. If you're afraid of coronavirus, you should not drive because you should be afraid of driving. And you should not put the seatbelt on when you drive because car accidents happen all the time. Is that right? I have a lot of patients with car accidents. Many cases a week that I see. Car accidents happen all the time. But we are not afraid we still drive. But we put the seatbelt on. It's, so we, whenever we say the truth, the world will mock us and the world will hate us. But that's okay. We need to speak the truth in love. We are members of God's household. But at the same time, we are the citizens and the workers of the kingdom of God. We are the employees of the government called heaven. Everyone, point to yourself, I am an employee of the government of heaven. We are children of God in the family. God say, come to me like little children. We are little children. We come to him by simple faith. Love him. Obey him. But on the army side, we are sons and daughters of God. We are grown-up sons. We are not little children anymore. We are grown-up sons. We know how to deal with the devil. We know how to pray. We know how to intercede. We know how to win souls and make disciples for Jesus Christ. In the family, we are the heirs of God, the co-heirs with Christ. The inheritance from heaven belongs to us and we can receive all the goodness, the blessing, the wonderful things that Jesus paid for us at the cross. We are co-heirs with Christ. But in the army side, we are partners with Jesus to get the job done, to do the great commission, to preach the gospel. I want to see Christians in America become on fire, to reach out to the lost, Amen? To build the church, to make disciples. Right now, COVID-19 makes many Christians are so scared and don't leave their house to preach the gospel, to do anything. We need to be bold, to go out. Soldiers are bold. Soldiers are not full of fear. Amen? The world is dying. They're going to hell. But we are afraid. I mean, if I die because of COVID, so what? I go to heaven. Is that right? I'm not afraid of COVID. But the world out there, when they die, they go to hell. Should we go out and tell them about Jesus? In a couple of weeks, I'm going to fly to Texas. I look at the number in Texas yesterday. 7,000 people get COVID. Do I fear? No. I'm not afraid of COVID in Texas. I'm going to go to preach the gospel there, to save soul there. They are so excited for me to come right now. They set up hotel that's set up everything that's so on fire. Amen. So you need to be balanced between family and the army of God. In the family, we have the right and the privileges. My children 
can walk into my house anytime without my permission. They can push on the garage door, open up, walk in, and they have the privilege to go to my refrigerator and eat anything they want. This morning, Paul ate spaghetti meatball, and he ate it all. <laughs> he has that privilege. <laughs> And, and also rights to do anything in the family. We have the privileges to receive his blessing, his honor, his care, his provision. But in the army, we deal with assignments. We deal with service and responsibilities. I have responsibility in the kingdom of God. You have responsibility in the kingdom of God. Amen. We have responsibility. We have assignments. Some of you may have the assignment to lead worship. Some of you may have an assignment to take care of the children program. Some of you may do the computer work for the church. Whatever you need to know your assignments. You need to know what is your calling and your responsibility as a citizens of heaven, and you should take care of that responsibility faithfully. Don't. Just let go of your responsibility. Have I been tempted to let go? Oh, I tell you, yes, especially lately, because the church work keep increasing and the medical work increasing at the same time. I'm so tired sometimes, and I say maybe I should call Pastor Tyson to preach this Sunday. I want to just stay home and relax on Sunday, but I cannot because I have responsibility. I have the assignment from heaven. I need to do my job. I need to please the King of all kings. Everyone say responsibilities. Everyone say assignments. As a citizen of heaven, amen. We do the service for the King of all kings. In the kingdom, in the army, it's not about you and me. In the family, it's about me. God heal me, give me a job. God answer my prayer. But in the kingdom, it's not about you anymore. It's about Him, and it's about His kingdom. I gonna sacrifice to grow His kingdom. I gonna impact people around me who don't know Jesus Christ. I gonna bring the law of God out there, the truth of God out there. I gonna work hard to expand the kingdom. In the family, we are the sheep of God, but in the army, we are soldiers of Christ. In the family, we are farmers. We sow the seed of the word in the church. We teach each other the Bible. But in the army, we are the law keepers. We keep the law. We make sure that our company will not do any bad things. Will not cheat taxes. And we will not do any bad things. We will be very faithful and very full of integrity in our dealing and our business. We're gonna do the right thing as a law keepers in the family, in the church. We are the priests of God. We learn to worship God, give spiritual sacrifices to God. We are the priests, but in the army. We are kings, small g, a small k, kings. 
We rule and reign. We know how to deal with demons. We know how to preach the gospel to the lost and dying world. We are kings. We can exercise authority that God gives to us in the family. We are healers. When people show up in the church, we we pray for them. We love them. We lay hand on them. We heal their broken heart. We heal their physical body. We are healers in the family, but out there as the army, as the soldiers of Christ in the world, we are destroyers. In the church, we are healers. Outside the church, we are destroyers. But we don't destroy people, though. We destroy the stronghold of the enemy. We destroy the plan, the purpose of Satan. I'm doing that job right now in Thailand. I'm destroying the work of the principalities and authorities in Thailand right now by producing teaching, bring the fire of God there, lay hand and get people saved and make disciples to the teaching in the internet. And we can see revival happen in Thailand right now because we are destroying the stronghold in Thailand, all the wrong teaching and the uh, satanic ways and demon over there that come against God. In the family, we are ministers of the new covenant church. We serve in the church. We serve one another. We are ministers of the New Testament church. But in the army, we are legislators. We are the law keepers of the kingdom of God. In the family, we are anointed with oil of healing. But out there, we are the salt and the light of the world. We are not of the world. But we are in the world to be the salt and the light of the world. We go to cities, we preach the gospel, and we give them direction from heaven what to do, what they should not do. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 16. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, before the world, the lost and dying world, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I give you my practical point here. In the operating room, I was very godly doctor. I have been a godly doctor. This was. I have been a godly doctor. I always say thank to people. I always speak nice to my co-workers, the nurses and the anesthesiologists or, or even x-ray technician. Because in the hospital, I want to shine the light of God. I want to preserve the society. I have, I'm the soldier out there. When I talk to my patients, I talk with integrity, with faithfulness, with love, with wisdom of God. They know that I'm a Christian doctor. They know that I pray for my patient. The people out there need to see the light in me. I don't hide myself. In the level of the government, we pray for the government. We stand up for the right thing. We don't agree with 
abortion. We know abortion is not good. We don't agree with homosexual relationship because it's against the Bible. You see, we stand up for the principle of God in society. We try to preserve the society. Amen. You look so excited. Are you children of God? How many people are children of God? How many people are soldiers of Christ? Raise your hand up. Soldier, soldier, wave your hand. Soldiers, soldiers. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Soldiers of Christ. Why don't we do this? Stand up and do this. Jesus, you are my master. You are my king. You are my lord. You can tell me what to do. I will obey you. In Jesus' name, I am your soldier. I will fight spiritual warfare. I'm not in fear. I'm a bold soldier. I'm not afraid of anything. I will preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. Thank you, Lord, for choosing me in this generation. Hallelujah! You can sit down. <laughs> Hallelujah! There's a time we heal. I give you example when I went to Colorado. I and Pastor Dow were sitting with a lady who really did not want to believe in Jesus. Her friend tried to tell her about Jesus so many times, but during that dinner time, I and Pastor Dow talk about Jesus to her. Tried to convince her for about half an hour, and eventually. She received Jesus Christ, and she has chronic pain for months and months, and the doctor could not do anything. We lay hand on her. After that, it was totally healed. And not only that, after that, every time she listened to my teaching in the internet, she cried and cried and cried. And God touched her. This is from the person who, against Christ, turned to Jesus and now get healed. And I believe you're going to see her next Sunday here. She's going to fly up with her friends. Six friends from Colorado going to be in our service. Flying from Colorado, two hours, ten minutes flight to here. They're on fire. They want to be in the presence of God. They want to be taught. They want to be laid hand on. Is that the lifestyle of Christian to be like that? On fire, army, soldiers want to grow more. New hope in the national church. We are not just oh orphans. Fear, do nothing. We are soldiers of Christ. In the family of God. Jesus is the Son of Man. He came as a man to show us how man should live. But in the army, he is the Son of God. He is the Son of God who holds the highest authority in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. In the family, Jesus holds the staff as a shepherd. But in the army, he is holding the scepter. Revelation 19:15 to 16, from his mouth, mean Jesus' mouth, 
goes forth a sharp sword with which he can smite, he can touch, afflict and strike the nations. And he will shepherd. This part is a family. He will shepherd and control them with a staff or scepter or rod of iron. He will tread the wide press of the fierceness of the wrath and indignation of God, the all-ruler, the almighty, the omnipotent. And on his garments, a robe, and on his thigh, he has a name, title inscribed, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Have you treated Jesus as your king? Or your own, your own king, and he is your servant, just to come and heal me and provide for me, give me a job. Do you treat Jesus as your king? You can give that answer yourself. Our mission and calling and assignment are different in the family and in the government or in the army. And we are called to do both areas. We are called to have the assignment in the family and also in the army of God. We need to know when we act like a family members to take care of one another, to love one another, to visit one another, to pray for one another, to forgive one another, to show grace to one another. But at the same time, we need to know when we have to act like a soldier, act like the colonel or the general in the army of God. If you read the Great Commission carefully in Mark chapter 16, you can see that in the Great Commission, you can see both sides, the family and also the army. Mark 16, 15 to 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. So, in the family, we reach out to our friend, get them saved, come to church, join the family, reconcile to God. But as an army, we go out to the world. We fly to different cities. We go to different countries. If you don't fly, you support. You can give offering. You can help. Or you, if you're not preacher, you can help carry the bag or something. Go out to do the Great Commission together. We need to get involved in the Great Commission that's why God sent revival. God sent the outpouring of the Holy Spirit into the church for both reasons. The fire of God will burn us, cleanse us to be the bride of Christ, to live a holy life before God, to know Jesus. One of our goals should be, I want to know my God more. Relationship. And the Holy Spirit, the fire of God, will help us to know Him more. Know my Master Know my God, know my King more and more. But at the same time, the fire of God come in to equip, to empower, to anoint, and to give us the faith, the wisdom, how to preach the gospel, how to save souls, how to impact the city and the country. Amen? Hallelujah. I cannot speak Mandarin. That's why my part of mission is not so strong in Chinese-speaking country, Mandarin-speaking country, because I speak Thai. I tell you, if I can speak Mandarin, Taiwan going to see my preaching. I'm going to fly to Taiwan because I cannot preach Mandarin. 
I want that nation to come to know Jesus Christ because I want to get involved in a great commission. Is it clear? We are international here. Everyone should get involved in world mission. Some way, somehow, we should think about the world for Jesus Christ because we are the army of God. In the family, we multiply and grow the local church, get more souls saved. But in the kingdom or in the army, we want to impact the environment. We want to impact the government. Pray for the government. We want to impact the media, the entertainment, our office, our company, to see God through us, and we impact God's way. I heard the sharing about one big company in Seattle. When I heard that, I was shaking my head. The sharing is this: the workers in this company, they just sit around talking all day long. They are covered by the law, and they want to drag the work as long as they can so that it will not finish too early and get more job done. They want just to relax in the office. When I heard that, wow, this is not of God. I shook my head and said, God's people need to be industrious, work hard, be faithful to the boss, get the job done, not lazy, sitting around talking, watching program in the internet all day long. And go home and take the salary from the company. This is not godly at all. I don't want to mention what company. Amen. We need to be a good employee in the company to show to the boss, unbelieving boss, that I am a Christian. I am a soldier of Christ. I want to change this culture, the culture in this company, to be hardworking company, not lazy company. Amen. Sound like everyone so happy to hear this message. In the army, we want to expand the kingdom's influence into society. But in the family, we try to grow the family by bringing people into the church. We try to help people to reconcile with God. And unite with the local church. In the family, we ask, please. I suggest you. I beg you. I invite you to come and help. Right now, so many ministry on Sunday has not been able to do it because we don't have enough workers. Please come to help the ministry. I know it's not convenient. You have to wake up on Sunday and come to serve. It's not convenient, but please. You may say, "I don't feel like it." Okay, la. You don't feel like it. You don't need to do it. Because Jesus come to save me. He saved me. But in the army, Jesus rules and reigns. And we are commissioned. We are commanded. We will conquer. We have no if and no but. Jesus say, "Wake up, go." Yes, sir, go. I am commanded. I'm commissioned. I'm gonna do the job. I'm gonna conquer the world for you. Hallelujah. 
This is the reality of the Christian life. In the family, we teach people the word of God. In the army, we train the army to fight the warfare, to proclaim the word of God with authority. How to cast out demons? How to stop the wind and the rains? And to shake the society for Jesus Christ. In the family, we save and heal each person at a time. Want this person to get saved. Want this person to come to know Jesus. But in the army, we save and heal the nations and the societies. We want to impact society, not just one person at a time. This is the reason why. I produce so many teaching in the internet so that I can impact society. In God's family, we are careful, and we care for one another. Pastor, you haven't called me for many months. You don't care about me. I want you to care for me. But in the army, we grow up. Pastor, you don't need to call me. I'm going to serve God no matter what. In the army, we discipline ourselves to study the Bible ourselves. We don't need to beg, be begged by the pastor to come to church and listen to the sermon. And please listen to the teaching. No, we wake up in the morning, read the Bible, pray, intercede for the nation, intercede for the church. We on our own feet to fight the battle. Because we are the soldiers of Christ, we study the Bible. We know how to exercise our faith. We know how to cast, to command the devil to stop. We know how to rule and reign. We know how to lose and buy. We grow up spiritually to become strong soldier of Jesus Christ. We are not babies anymore. Babies need some care. Ooh, Millie, Millie, Millie. This is the milk. Millie, Millie, Millie is my granddaughter. Baby, baby, baby. No, stop being babies. Wake up. In the family, we learn how to help and provide for one another. But in the army of God, we learn how to fight. We learn how to exercise our faith. We learn how to deal with demons. We learn how to speak and declare the word of God. We know the power of the blood. We know the power of the name of Jesus Christ, and we're going to use the power of the name of Jesus to heal, to save souls. We love Jesus more than our own life. We are willing to die for Jesus Christ. It's not about me anymore. It's about the Lord. I am an ambassador of Christ. I represent the kingdom of God on earth here. I'm a warriors of God. I'm gonna fight. Hallelujah! As members of the family, we protect and we defend each other. We protect his sheep. But in the army, we take risk. We take risk, and we expect our brother and sister to ex- to take risk as well. We are not just the sheep. But we are the soldiers of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the family, we learn how to ask and beg and petition God. But in the army, we know how to decree 
to buy, to lose, to command, to declare. The wind stop, sickness go out, demon get out of here. Because we are the soldiers of Christ. As a member of the family, we learn how to worship. But as servant of God, as the servant of the kingdom of God, we learn how to govern, how to rule and reign in this life. Last thing I want to say. In God's family, Jesus is our savior, our lamb, and the advocate before the Father. He prayed for us. We present our request through Jesus Christ. He is our advocate at the throne of God. But in God's army, Jesus is my Lord, my King, my Judge, and my Commander. And Jesus is going to do that both ways. One day He's going to judge us. One day He's going to tell us whether we do the right thing or not. My brothers and sisters, I will continue next Sunday. Please don't avoid this sermon. <laughs> next Sunday. God gave me this sermon at the right timing in this pandemic time. God does not give us the spirit of fear. He gives us the spirit of faith. Sound mind. Let us focus on the right thing. Let us treat Jesus as both the shepherd and the commander in chief. Whatever he tells you to do, you obey him. Get involved in the world mission. Get involved in evangelism. I, I'm so proud of young people yesterday. Pastor Tyson went out with a lot of young people to downtown Seattle to minister to the homeless young people there. Let's get back to the mission. Let's get back to the care group. Invite friends to the care group. Let's get back to serve the Lord. It's long enough for this pandemic to stop us and to make us Fear is long enough. It's a time to wake up and say, I'm the soldier of Christ. I know I rarely teach this kind of sermon. I usually teach this in the mission trip, not here. Maybe I'm concerned that the member will leave the church because it's too strong. But I think it's a time to wake up. Father, we thank you so much for reminding us who we are in the kingdom. Thank you, Father, that you help us to know your ways and your plan and how we should relate to you. We relate to you as children and also as sons and daughters of God. We relate to you as part of the bride, the priest, But at the same time, we are your soldiers. We have the calling. We have the assignments for our life, Lord. We have the great commission to get done for you, Lord. Lord, I don't want members of New Hope International Church 
to show up at your throne on the last day and say that my pastor never taught me this. I make mistake. I just live for myself. I just think about myself, myself, self, 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 me, me, me. But I never think about your kingdom. Lord, now I taught them, and it's going to be in YouTube. And no one can give excuses on the last day that I never learned this. I taught already, Lord. Now everybody must be responsible for their own actions and their own choices, Lord, in life. For me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. We will live for the kingdom. We will obey you, whatever you tell us to do. We will not argue. We will not have stiff neck. We don't want to be the first generation of children of Israel who did not enter the promised land. We want to be Joshua and Caleb who will enter the promised land and fight the battle and take over the land for you. We want to see many nations saved. We want to see more people in the world come to know Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Use this church, Lord. Use us to be a part of the Great Commission, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we believe as we obey you and do the right things before your eyes, you shall bless us, take care of us, protect us, and bless our children and grandchildren to the thousand generations. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.